Welcome to the Always Awake Podcast, Episode 1. I'm your host, Pete Favada. Joining me is my co-host, brother-in-law, and former stand-up comedian, Rudy Martinez. This episode, we talk some funny and interesting murders, and I learned podcasting isn't exactly easy at first. Please enjoy, and send us your audio shout-outs of where you are, and what you're doing, and any topics you would like us to discuss. Please send to alwaysawakepodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy. No, I have big notes right here for myself for the bad habits I have. Like, just shut up, no ums, because I'm always saying um. Slow right. down, because I talk like speedy freaking Gonzalez. So it, it takes work, man. It's not as easy as it looks. It's not as easy as just getting on here, huh? Nope. Wow. Because you get the microphone in front of you, and you have this idea of, okay, well, we're going to talk about this, that, the other, and then the words start to come out, and then all of a sudden... There's nothing. Yeah, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. I wanted to make fun of. I wanted to make fun of Easy Out. Easy Out. Because, because it's like a knockoff of In and Out, like like In and Out being like the hot, super hot chick, and fucking Easy Out's kind of like that still super hot chick, but she has like a crooked toe, a crooked toe and bad breath. You know, you know what I'm saying? In my head, in my head, that was super it, funny. Right. Yeah. But, it's just not. What's funny? Yeah. What's funny is you thinking it was super funny <laughs> and how much you really wanted that bit to work. Yeah. That's right. hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> That's all yeah. right though, man, because it is it is what it is. This is how you do. You 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 get out there, you start doing whatever it is you're trying to do, and you take your lumps. I promise yeah. you though, Adam Carolla was not Adam Carolla right out of the gate. I mean, I used to listen to him on KROQ when he was a dumbass intern, and he wasn't very good at it. So nobody starts off being amazing right right listen i'm gonna tell you straight up the best podcasts to me are the ones that where people just talk you can study like we we let's be let's just go ahead and stick it out there since we're already on a train wreck and you told me hey you have to check out this this murder case in chino hills and yeah. i did and my jaw hit the floor and then i'm like wait a minute you're all the way in california i'm all the way over here in florida and i'm right down the street from this really stupid, crazy case of a, somebody found a Polaroid picture of a little girl and a little boy tied up and they've been searching for them for 30 years. And so I'm like, well, hell, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's dive into this weird, terrible shit. I, mean, I, told, was, I told my wife about it. Right. And she's like, oh, about, about the Polaroid case. I told her, she knew about the Polaroid case. I told her about the, the California case. And she's like, wait, did I ever tell you about the banjo case? And I'm like, what? So the county she grew up in, the guy killed his wife with a banjo. And he didn't get the job done with the first banjo, so he took the second banjo and finished the job. It took him two banjos to beat his wife to death. I saw that. I, I read that. <laughs> but, but here's the best part for me about that, besides... It, it, a banjo's like the thing that was in the movie Deliverance, right? Where, yes, it is. Where he's like, damper, lamper, lamper, yep. the little hit guy. Okay. Yep, that's exactly what a banjo <clears throat> the, is. Uh, the thing that got me, I feel like I solved the case already. This is what happened. He's, he, this is what happened. He's not working. Right. She, well, she, uh, she's, I don't know. Who knows what she's doing? Probably doing right. some friggin' crafts like all wives do. Now, <laughs> he's playing his banjo, working on riffs, and she's like, this motherfucker just won't shut the fuck up. Like, this See, that's guy, not where I thought. And, and, she, and she's like, hey, what's his name? Do you know his name? Yeah, but I forgot. Okay. Hey, banjo... banjo yeah, hey banjo dude. Seriously, be quiet. I'm trying to do something right now. And he's like, dude, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm working on this thing. 
She's like, Jesus Christ. And this just keeps going on and on for days, months. And so he keeps playing his banjo, playing his banjo. And they get in a couple arguments about it. And finally, she just like, she either goes over there, maybe cuts one of his strings. And he's like, you fucking bitch. You cut my banjo string and he fucking just beats her over the head and kills her with it. Right? No, they snap. No. No? No. no. Dude, I think. Too- no, I, I, I. You're, my- you're in too good of a relationship then. Right, yeah. I feel so bad. I'm calling my sister. I'm calling. I'm calling my sister right now and telling her to run away from you. I, I imagine them two being two fucking hippies that played banjo together, and he was like, he was all shredding, and she couldn't keep up, and he just got tired of it, and he snapped and beat the hell out of her with it. Then he took hers from her while she was laying there, half unconscious, and finished the job. And so you you th- there's no way this dude is playing it with his wife. Oh, I absolutely think he was playing it with his wife. What? She yeah, wasn't. I in- think they were hippies. I think they were crunchy hippies in 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 trying to to play some sort of a country hippie. I I think it was. I think it was. I think it was his outlet. Like my wife's doing her thing. I'm doing my own thing. I'm in the, I'm in my music band, and she's just fucking tired of his ass. Well, then I would have thought she would have killed him. Maybe she tried, and he fucked her up instead. Man, he's 63 years old. You're you're getting there. How close are you? Oh, you can suck my dick. Is what how close are you? How close are you? I'll be 48 on Sunday. And it's so in in 15 years, you don't think you're gonna be able to throw a punch? <laughs> you're I still mean, gonna be able to take that guitar that's behind you and, and beat someone's ass with it. Right, but I mean, if you met my wife. Anybody who's met my wife, they would probably think, well, she would probably be able to beat my ass with the guitar before well, I'd be able to beat her ass with the guitar. Well, you're significantly shorter than her. <laughs> <laughs> if, if she was fucking, if she was five foot and you were six foot, it'd be, you know. But we don't know that about that. We don't know that about Banjo Man and his wife. True. All we, we know, know, all we, we know is look he beat her to death with two of them. Because I also had in my head, like, Edward Scissorhands, only instead of scissors, he had banjos. And he's just bap, 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 left, right. But the, here's the kicker. That, here's the part that really just kind of fucked me up was that he was found incompetent to stand trial and got put in a mental institution, and that was that. Yeah, but everybody. He's got thrown who, out. Everybody who does shit like that and wants to get off they always claim that they're insane or incompetent. Yeah, right? but do you know how hard it is to pass to clear the threshold for an insanity plea? I don't know, dude. Like especially honestly, I, I feel like I could do it. Place like in Ohio, I, I feel like I could do it. it. No, they, you're, you're. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Pete, but you're just not smart enough to do it. You're not smart <laughs> enough to pull it off. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm stupid enough to eat my own shit in front of a jury. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they'd be like, "Yeah, no, crazy people don't do that." Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck this banjo case. Let's get on to the other one. Let's just one go through second. these. You know, if this works out, it works out. If not, well, I so like your California one, but it kind of made me angry. Let's let's get to that last. Let's get okay. to your. Let's get to the. Um, that was Tara something. I can't remember Ca- her last Cal- name. Calico. 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 Which it was really funny because I stumbled on that one a long time ago, but it was right after we moved here. So to give you an idea, I live in Mexico Beach, Florida. Port St. Joe is the very next city over. So, I mean, the, the grocery store that I go to is, is in Port St. Joe. It's that Piggly Wiggly that they found that picture and is the one I would go to. And so what did has happened say, back did in- Did you just say Piggly Wiggly? Yes. What the fuck is that? 
Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. And what do it they is, sell there? It is a grocery chain in Florida, and I'm, they, I'm sure they, all they of sell. Have. They sell nothing but Hick snacks there. Let me put it to you this way, dude. You <laughs> sell- remember, remember when you were a kid and you would go to the 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 like food for less. Yeah, that's what it's like. But that's all they have here. They don't have like the, you know. I would so. think they would sell like pig's ears and chicken feet at Piggly Wiggly. I'm sure if I wanted them, I could probably get them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's um, a different ball game here. So but here's found, what- so what happened was in 1993. Three, a woman found the Polaroid picture of a, a little girl or a teenage girl and a, a either a preteen boy or, or a just barely teenage boy. They were both bound and their mouths were duct taped. Anyway, they found her picture. A woman found her picture and there was a, I think it was a conversion van, a Toyota van. Um, and she reported to the, to the Gulf County Sheriff's. They investigated it, but by then, they, and they shut down all the roads, but they couldn't find that van. And it was a family in New Mexico that saw it on, because it went, it ended up being on Current Affairs or something, one of those shows back in the day. Yeah. And they were like, that's our daughter, that's our daughter. Scotland Yard got involved from Scotland. And they were like, they verified that that was their daughter. But the FBI was like, we can't really tell if that's their daughter. So nobody really knows. They just know that the girl in that picture has never been found. And this missing daughter of theirs, Tara, has never been found. Yeah, but if that if you're the parent and you see that and you know that's your daughter, you know what I mean? What I are the odds? Would, of, yeah, what are the odds someone's missing? But here's the thing. I mean, I don't disagree with you, but the little boy in that picture, there was they a family him. also in New Mexico and they thought that was their son, but 2 years later, they found the remains of their son. Oh, see, in, I see. and they found him in New Mexico. So I I don't I don't know. Yeah, they, they found the remains of their son, but they, they said that the, the kid might have got away from the guy and died from exposure. Right, possibly. So here's the best thing about this story to me, is that her mom and her would, let me see, would ride their bikes or jog this, this route every morning. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And her mom said that she wanted to stop because she felt she was, like she was being stalked by a motorist. Right, and I thought there oh, was a, a witness or something, wasn't there? I'm a, uh, hey, hey, daughter, I'm gonna stop jogging with you because I feel like I'm being stalked. But you know what? You go ahead. Yeah, that what is kind of crazy. Fuck? Yeah. How yeah. is that even possible? There's well, no way in my right mind my daughter do- I would have my daughter keep going on a jog or a bike ride or whatever if, if I felt like I was being stalked. That's I don't. <laughs> well, I think if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> and I'm I'm pulling this out of my ass. I'm trying to remember. But she was riding her bike sometime in the middle of the night, right? Like it was late or early morning or something. And I'm thinking, I don't I mean, I don't know it's how old all she right, right here it says she left at about 9.30 a.m. to go on her daily bike ride. Oh, I thought it was later than that. Then I'm wrong. Yeah. And she said, oh, you might want to start carrying mace. But the daughter is like, nah, it's cool, man. <laughs> I'll just get fucking kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the daughter said the daughter literally said no nah, that's cool mom i'm just gonna go ahead and get kidnapped i mean that's just a, imagine finding a polaroid of your missing daughter i can't i would I, 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 I and the the saddest part about it was mom held on to that belief up until the day she died it was like her one little hope you know and yeah. i can't i mean i can't imagine i don't have kids so i can't begin to imagine that 
Imagine your sister. You find, you, find, you find your sister, a yeah. Polaroid of your sister, in a fucking grocery store parking lot. I, I would burn She's, down the entire world finding her. I, I mean, there dude, is, that's you know, insane. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was just... But that's I mean, true. it's also kind of... I know this is going to sound selfish, but it also kind of makes me glad I don't have kids because I don't think I would have the capacity to endure something like that, man. I mean, can I... I I, I think uh, I would just fall apart and I would want to destroy everything. Oh, I know. I mean, I have those thoughts having, you know, having a yeah. daughter and taking her out on walks. I'm all, I always carry a knife and pepper spray. Right. Well, as soon as I get a Glock, I'm taking my Glock with me too. Right. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I don't care, little five-year-old boy. Get away from my daughter. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, you do have a chance of, like, even even if someone's not going to try to kidnap your daughter, like pit bulls and shit like that attacking right. you. I say, pit, I say pit bulls because not because it's a stereotype, but because uh, my mom's been attacked with, with her little dog by a pit bull. Mm -hmm. And then I, I was walking my mom's two chihuahuas, and a pit bull came out and attacked my chihuahua, and I kicked it in the head, mm -hmm. and we all three of us ran home. Chasing after the pit bull, still trying to kill my chihuahua. So, hey, anything I mean, can happen. I, dude. I will say this. I will say this. Um, I I am always in favor of a pit bull killing a chihuahua. <laughs> fuck, I hate chihuahuas. Up. I don't care. They're right. they're the worst dogs in the world. If I they hate were, them so much. If they were as big as pit bulls, they would be worse than pit bulls because they're actually right. assholes. They are. I know. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah, I hate yeah. them. But they're small. I mean, Natalie. So they can't. Right, maybe we, well, we might add this out, but my sister will tell you that her grandparents had two little chihuahuas, and I wanted so badly to kick them across the L.A. basin every time we visited them. They were such <laughs> little fucking shits. And they are the reason that I have this skewed take of chihuahuas. I hate them so much. Yeah, they're assholes, man. They just can't commit bulls, murder. At the end of the day, a pit bull is... Not a reflection of the breed. It's a reflection of a lazy-ass owner. Because I've had them. And I've been in houses that had that. I've been in the houses of breeders who had literally dozens of them. They are the biggest, goofiest dogs in the world. But they if are. you don't train them, if you don't take the time, you know. So, I, I mean, I, I am a big believer, though. I, I will say this, though. Dogs and guns, I feel like you should have to get a license to have either and show that you know what the fuck you're doing with either one of them. That's probably the smartest thing you ever said. Yeah. And I and I don't talk to you that often. So that's not saying much. <laughs> that's not saying much. <laughs> but yeah, the bottom line is chihuahuas can't kill anybody. Pitbulls no. Can't, pitbulls can, but also think but it, about this. But a pitbull's never made me bleed, and a chihuahua has. Really? Yeah. Well, well so is your period. But who's wow, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, but honestly, how often do you hear about Huskies and uh, and German Shepherds often killing killing dogs. The thing you? is, you're not old enough to remember this because, but the reality is, every decade's had their bad dog that that just gets all of that shit thrown on them. But the reality uh -huh. is, if you look at the statistics, one pit bulls don't even have the strongest bite of dog of all the dogs. I think it's labs that have the strongest bite. And I can tell you too, from my own experience growing up, I've been chased by pit bulls. I've been chased by German Shepherds. I've been chased by Golden Retrievers. I've been chased by Boxers. I've been chased by Labradoodles. Uh, or not Labradoodles, but the big Labradors. Or big um, Poodles, the full-size Poodles. Bro. I don't care. 
Dude, bro, it bites. It bites. It, if a Labrador chased you, <laughs> you're a vagina. <laughs> Dude, when you're a fucking 10-year-old kid and this dog is growling at you and coming at you, mm -mm. I promise you, if it was your kid and it, it was a Labrador or if it was any other kind of a dog that was just 70 pounds, whatever kind of breed it is, and it tore her up, you wouldn't care. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I like but people. I mean, I've, I've met... I've encountered nice pit bulls and whatnot, but I'm just saying that's that's the stereotype, and it's probably a little bit of truth, but no, who knows? No, I'm not I'm, at all. I'll fight you on that. It's not no. Okay, I, I'm I'm cool with that because it, if you look at if you if you do a Google search after we get out of here, you look at Dobermans in the '70s, German Shepherds in the '80s. They all had that stigma. They have all okay. had a stigma at some point, um, and it's you know just it's just bad pub. Okay, I agree. Now, so, <clears throat> let's get to this Kevin Cooper guy. Kevin Cooper. When, like, this is this is 15, not, not 15 minutes, probably like five minutes from my mom's house, right where we grew up. So we all knew about it. Wow. And we used to, for Halloween and just on those weird nights where we felt like drinking and doing something stupid, we would drive up to the Kevin Cooper house. Mm -hmm. And we'd, we'd go down this little horse, one horse Wait. town street. Hold well, on. So the the murders happened in 1983. Right. You were born in like 1980 something, right? In 1980 on the dot. So you okay? So they so you weren't old enough to remember them when they happened. No, 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 no. But you're saying as you got older, you would go to the Kevin Cooper at murder house. We would go to the murder house, and it was on a cold. <laughs> yeah, and not just me, dude. Not just me. Everybody. Wow. Maybe, and you'd go up the street, and it was a cul-de-sac. And the crazy thing is, you'd go up there and it'd be like, oh, fuck, this is where it really happened. And there's just how. Before you tell the rest of this, why don't you tell everybody about the murders? Because they okay. were gruesome. Right, right, right. Well, and this is why and we I, all went up there. Right, but nobody, anybody listening to this isn't going to know okay. just exactly what, they, what you're dealing with. <clears throat> okay, so this family, the, uh, the Ryan family, um, the, the husband, the wife, and the two kids – and another kid that were staying over, all of them got hacked and slashed with uh, hatchets and whatnot. But one of the kids, he, he got his throat slit. It was their he actual lived, right? son, and he lived. He oh. lived. And, and he, com he comes into play when they're talking about who did it and whatnot because everyone thinks it's just Kevin Cooper. Kevin Cooper did it, right? Kevin Cooper did it because he escaped from Chino, Chino Prison. Yeah, he escaped from Chino Prison like two days before. He, um, how I have this fucking memorized, I don't even know. That's how crazy we are. In well, because you grew up with it. I'm sure it was probably yeah. part of your urban legends. Yeah, so he escaped Chino Prison, and he hid in this, like, side house yeah. of, the, of the Ryans for, like, two days. And he admitted to this, and there was phone calls coming out from the house that he called these girls that he knew asking them for money and stuff. So right. he was confirmed being there. He admitted being there. <clears throat> so, um... The cops placed him at the scene of the crime, and they pretty much they arrested him. But there's all this evidence that he didn't do it. Honestly, probably more evidence that he didn't do it than he did. And there's a lot of evidence that I've discovered that it it was actually a setup. I mean that they they tried to. There's a lot of evidence that the police tried to make the evidence fit who they perceived to be guilty. Yeah, when they when they found when they found the station wagon that he stole from the house. Yeah. Um, there wasn't cigarette butts in there at first. Right. And after, um, 
they think that they got them from that house and they placed them there. Right. But here's the thing, dude. What? <laughs> you say what? Well, like I have some dumbass idea, which I do. <laughs> I always have a dumbass. I always have a dumbass idea. I want to hear your theory. Okay. Okay. He escapes from prison. He's first out all, to see. First of all, let's stop making it sound like he escaped from Alcatraz. He right. walked out of Chino without trying, and nobody stopped him. It okay. wasn't like he was at a max facility. It wasn't even a min minimum, medium security place. Right. It yeah, was no, a place yeah, yeah. where he could walk in and out, and he just walked out. He walked out. He walked out. <clears throat> but, I mean, you're talking about being at the scene of the crime for two days. Yeah. A family happens to get murdered. Yeah. And it's not you? Well, let's, look at the crimes, let's look at the crimes he had. Let's look at his his because he does have a he had a rap sheet before then, right? Okay, okay. The, the most heinous thing he had done, I think, was sexual assault. Correct? Like that was right. the worst well, of the things that he did. But most everything else he did was pretty minor. He coordinated a kidnapping and raping of a, of a of a minor female during a burglary. That was not. That was something he was accused of after. No, 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 no. This is previous in Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah, he also did this. Um, he also threatened to kill the teenage victim and over the next five years was convinced and sentenced to jail twice for burglaries. So this is before Here's the thing he... that I have a problem with. What? So, because I, I did see that he was convicted of rape or sexual assault, right? But one of those convictions was the rape. I know there was a rape that he had been convicted of before in the 70s. And my first thought was... If he had been convicted and sentenced to the maximum sentence, which would have been like, I think like 25 years or whatever. Right. If he had done these murders in Chino Hills, then they would never have had a chance to occur. To me, that's a massive failure of the judicial system. True. Of course. Yeah. But being at the, being at the scene of the crime, escaping prison, I don't think that there's really any getting away from it. Like you, I do. You really, okay. Let's talk about the alternate suspects. Evidence. Yeah, suspects. Evidence. I don't even care about the alternate suspects because that's not the way that's not the way a trial works, dude. If you go up for if you are arrested for something, I don't it's not a it it whether or not I can find somebody else who fits the bill is irrelevant. It's whether or not the evidence points to you. And in this case, I feel like the evidence doesn't point to him. Correct. It doesn't. Explain this to me also. After he leaves the Ryan house, he yes. take he he ends up going to Mexico. Right. And he did rape a girl down there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What a dumbass. I think well well <laughs> I mean first of all, let, the one thing I think we both agree on is that Kevin Ryan or not Kevin Ryan, Kevin Cooper? Yeah. Is Kevin not Cooper. um a smart man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> second second of all though, again, I come back to I'm sure that there is Somewhere, some psychological or psychiatric breakdown of how murderers evolve from lesser crimes, but it just seems to me like it's a stretch to go from being a rapist to chopping up children. Because there were three children, two of them that were dead, one of them that barely right. made it, but right. they were not, they weren't like, he didn't just kill them, he chopped them to bits. And here's another I thing. just have a hard time wrapping my head around this thought that this guy who has a predilection for raping suddenly becomes this 
you know, chop, chop, mass murder. Here's what's crazy is that the Ryans had fully loaded weapons on their bedside as well. And they were avid gun holders and enthusiasts. So then now, now let's again let's get to the let's get to the other people who I yeah. think really I think really did this to be honest with you. Okay. Do you know did you read into it at all? Do you know one about of it? them? One of them. I only okay. I only saw that there was one, but I mean I'm all right, this dude lived with it, so <laughs> all right, this this girl Diana Roper, right, calls the cops because her boyfriend Lee Furrow came home earlier on the day of the crime and changed out of his outfit. He had overalls on that were blood spattered and whatnot, Ooh. and he and he wasn't wearing a shirt that he was wearing earlier that day. That okay. shirt was found on the road, like right below the murder house, with blood Ooh. on it. Okay. And that 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 her boyfriend Diana, I mean that her girlfriend Diana bought for him, so she recognized the shirt. He came over. What? Is he a white guy? Yeah. Okay. Because I think it's, I think it's important. Because here's why I think it's important. I think it's important people understand that Kevin is a black man, and True. I think it'll it's going to skew when we get to the point where all of the evidence. I wasn't going to get into race. I wasn't going to get into race. Oh, but, okay. it, but it plays a big part. Right. Of it, okay, okay. Especially okay. when you get to the way California's trying to handle it now. Okay. Um, now these clothes, the bloody clothes, and the the overalls and the shirt were given to a sheriff, and he just signed off on getting rid um, getting rid of them on his own initiative. It says he's like, I'm just going to get rid of these. Um, the they're not consequential, and what's going on? And if I'm not mistaken, they didn't let the defense know either, did they? No, they didn't let the defense know. Right. This is where it gets crazy to me. This guy, uh, this guy Clarence Ryan. Yeah. He had a disagreement with the Ryans, the family that got murdered. Over a horse that he bought from him, so he was pissed off. This dude, this dude, Clarence Allen. So he had pissed, motive. He was pissed off. Yeah, he had motive. You could use those fancy. Uh... It's two syllables. It's only fancy if it's got three or more. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You use the detective words. I'll just use the idiotic words that I'm gonna use. <laughs> so this dude Allen had motive. Now, um, Diana Roper, the girlfriend of the guy who came home with the bloody clothes yeah her her boyfriend lee furrow he was associated with this dude alan as part of a murder cover-up and as part of a burglary so this dude alan in prison ordered uh ordered this dude furlow to be killed whoa so these guys were all part of a murderous gang it says and so, we know this. This is something completely this, separate. We know that this is a thing that they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. They've murdered and killed, so they're part of a murderous gang. And these are the guys that were pretty much spotted at the Ryan's house or near the Ryan's, associated Man. with the Ryan's. These guys are never even brought in, dude. Of course not. And that's why I think race plays an important part. That's insane, though. So many It's not, facts. really. No, I mean, if I'm you not, think... Not, right. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, it is. It's. I just. I, I mean, you're a sane human being, so it's hard for you to uh, imagine. I. I get that, dude. It's. But I mean, at the same time, it's really not. Got all the evidence, man. Bloody right. clothes. Oh, right. and the hat, the hatchets, and the uh, the weapons that were used to hack and slash the bodies. That's what I was waiting for you to get to. They were missing out of Furrow's 
girlfriend's place. Right. That I saw. That, that, that I did. That, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. So how's this dude? How's Kevin Cooper on uh, on death row? Well, here's the thing. I really feel there's a part of me that I, I argue with myself back and forth when I'm reading about it that it's not like the fact that he's black is incidental because if it would have been a white guy that had gotten out of Chino prison that was staying at that place squatting next door, he would have still been an easy. Like, he would have been an easy person to sit there and say, oh, yeah, he obviously did it because obviously he just got out of prison. And it would have been the same motive. But at the same time, I kind of – I go back and forth on that. But I do kind of feel like it's dumb luck that he picked that house to stay in when he did when he got out of prison. I mean, the odds are astronomical. Well, here's the kicker. I mean, you know that there, there's a DNA test, right? Yes. Like right now, there is his DNA has been matched up with DNA from the crime scene, and they're waiting on the results. And it's Ooh, been Coop, twenty. The state Coopers, of California. No, Cooper's, Cooper's. DNA. Or, okay. Yes, and in the state of California, Jerry Brown is trying to get it done. Uh, Gavin Newsom is sitting here, is like, why has this DNA test not been done yet? Twenty months so far. I mean, it, it'll tell us right away. It'll be like, okay, he did it or he didn't do it, because now we know. This the the survivor. Uh... The kid, I think his name's yeah. John Ryan or Josh Ryan. Um, he said that when he saw Cooper on TV, that's not him. Yeah. And he also said that there were three men that he saw the night before, like before they went to a family barbecue, arguing with his mom about something. Wow. I mean, there's no way you could kill kill, kill Kevin Cooper over this. You have to let him go. Dude, it's been 30 years. Okay, listen. Listen. There's there. It's a crazy ass you, case, you, man. How this is okay? Netflix? Listen, you, right. You can't put him in prison. You can't. You definitely cannot put him to death. Um. Yo, no, definitely not. Definitely not. I think we already know that he's raped at least two women. Correct. Right. So, and I mean, I think that the that any sentence is because it's been since 1983. So I think anybody would say, yeah, he served his time for at least the rape, um, the rapes, but. I don't want to. I guess my 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 big fear is that we're going to forget that at the end of the day, he's not like he. There are so many people who have been convicted wrongly. Who like he's not like the Central Park Five who literally did nothing wrong. Yeah, he is a guy who has a yeah, 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 mile yeah. long, and he's done some pretty horrific things. So I'm not going to sit here and feel like terribly bad. I mean, and honestly, the reality is. He's in the state of California. They're never going to put him to death, even if this thing gets upheld. Right. I mean, California does not put people to death. Okay, here's here's one more fact that just got me. This is probably the best one for me. Uh, Furlow, or Furrow, the guy who had the bloody clothes, mm -hmm. uh, came home with the bloody clothes. His stepmom lived five miles from where the victim station wagon was found. Mm. That where Kevin Cooper left the station wagon, allegedly, was five miles away from Furrow's mom's house dude that's just too much shit bro why did that to me right? is nothing that's no that's nothing that's nothing to me come um, on it's it's i think you can sit there and look at things that are coincidence and say oh that's obviously a connection but a coincidence is a coincidence it's like to me that's like you sitting there saying well he's staying at that house next door obviously he did it well let's let's unpeel this onion a little bit i guess i'm just adding it means. I'm adding yeah. it to all the other things. And when you yeah. add it to all the other things, it makes it more significant to, to me. me but 
I looked at the I looked at I looked at some of the, the stuff that DA mishandled, evidence that wasn't given to the defense, which is a big no-no. I mean, there was definitely definitely in my mind um, some malfeasance that went on on the part of the DA, and there was definitely some shady shit that went on from the sheriff's department. That this is why people don't trust the police. I mean, it, and it, oh, yeah. you know, it's oh yeah, and so I mean, I think all the evidence to me shows that he's a shit human being, but he's not guilty of chopping up these four people. There's no way, or the five of them actually. One of them lived. It doesn't make sense. The there there the evidence doesn't, doesn't compel me. It, it doesn't only make sense, but it's too much of a damn coincidence, man. See, and that's I, where I, I come, we come back to. Yeah, coincidences. I mean, listen. I haven't looked, I, I, and I should have. I, I didn't look and see how many other people had walked out of Chino. People had been released. Uh, true. I, I don't know if I'm talking about escaping. Because, I mean, I had family that spent a lot of time in Chino. It, you, people come and go from there all the time. I've lived, I lived in California City where I was in between two prisons and jails. There were constantly convicts coming and going from one direction to the other. Constantly. So I think it's easy to sit there and say this is too much of a coincidence but if you step back i promise you chino hills probably had a lot more convicts coming and going from chino at that same time that's a good point that's a very good point i never even thought about that all yeah. the all the people that escaped and been released and not even escaped uh, just people that were you know yeah released how, or people that were going dude how is this not a netflix documentary i think it will be like they it will be soon. They, they I know that they, there is a documentary about it. Oh yeah, there there is. But you know Netflix does Netflix does mm -hmm. it the best. They See, I don't out. know what I I just watched the American Murder. Did you have you seen that? Dude. Movie? Oh I my god. That. Are you gonna bring it? Let me let me tell you about this. Okay, go ahead. That is fucking disgusting that they even made a documentary about that, bro. Like what? I wa so my friends told me to watch it. I watched yeah. a little bit and then I researched it and I was like, dude. Why is this trash? Why is this guy even getting publicity? Why is this even on TV, dude? That, that's a disgrace to even put that on your network, dude. Like, put stuff on where, 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 where convicted murderers, whatever, could possibly be innocent, like the case we're talking about. But not when this dude straight out murdered, murdered his family, his little girls. I'm telling you right now, don't watch it. If you I already did. Seen it, no, no, no. No, I did. Oh, oh, anybody else? Listen, yeah, do not watch Hang it. Hang on. Hang on. Commercial break. Uh, yeah, commercial break. This is where we're editing, apparently. We are gonna edit. I didn't know he could still hear me. Yeah, I have my headphones. He's talking to me while he takes a shit. I have my headset in, dumbass. I can hear you. <laughs> no, uh, my I was watching a movie on Netflix of all things, and I had paused what, it and then it, it unpaused and started started uh, playing uh, Moneyball. Moneyball? Yeah. Love Moneyball. Let's get into Netflix real quick. Um, well, first of all, no. Let me back this shit up again. American back Murder. Up. Back it American up. American Murder. I watched it. Oh, My best God. friend was telling me. She was like, yeah, you got to watch this. I'm like, okay. You, you're five minutes into it. You know you know he did it, right? Like, you know of that course. he did it. And I feel like, uncomfortable. And I mean, that, like, the only thing about it to me that was even entertainment, like any kind of entertainment value. None. Is that the wife was so annoying that I actually made a joke to my best friend. I'm like, okay, if I was married to her, I'd seriously consider fucking murdering her too. Oh my but, God. 
but you know, because you just know going in, this is what's going to happen. And I'm sitting there and I'm, there was no, like, there was no payoff. There was no resolution. I mean, it was like, okay, so it was another case of a man who wanted to go and bang some other chick and he's going to kill his wife and kids for it. It's Lacey. And there was no, there was no mystery. There was no mystery about who it was. There was no like suspense. Oh, who it is like most like murder Netflix specials and whatnot. Correct. So to me, I I can't even, I honestly, I really don't even want to talk about it. I can't even talk about it. Having two daughters and hearing the fucking shit that he said, what he should be fucking tortured in public for sure. hundred (laughs) percent by everybody, (laughs) by everybody. And then let him heal a little bit and then torture him again. Torture him again, yeah. let him heal, and then torture him again. As long as we want. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. But, um, oh, so you're watching Moneyball on Netflix. I didn't even know that was on Netflix. I love it. It just got movie. to money. It just got to Netflix. Dude, Brad Pitt? You know, you, you, wanna, you know what it is for me? I mean, I do another podcast that's all movie-centric, and one of the things that I talk about a lot is Aaron Sorkin. He wrote Moneyball, and he's my favorite screenplay writer. Like, People don't even know. Don't know. Don't know who he is. Don't know his movies. That's Aaron Sorkin. That's my. He's is the he guy who wrote. No, he's a writer. Right, but he wrote he Moneyball. Well? He wrote uh, A Few Good Men. He wrote. Dude, he looks. Uh, he looks like Matt Damon in. Uh, what's the movie with him in? Uh, fuck. Where? where Good Will Hunting. You're the man. That's why you're the <laughs> smart guy, and I'm not. He wrote. He looks like, like Good, so, the, Matt Damon in Good Will Hunting, right there. He does. He he wrote Moneyball. He wrote uh, The Social Network. He wrote A Few Good Men. Um, West Wing, the TV show. Um, uh, he's written a lot of stuff. I mean, he wrote uh, Molly's Game. I mean, love so, Molly's Game. I was just thinking yeah, about Molly's it. Game. He wrote that. Well, I mean, how much of it did he really write? Because that's a true story. Well, so is Moneyball. But yeah, you don't understand. You, he doesn't write like he doesn't take the biography and then write the biography. He takes it and then he kind of he invents characters from the people that he's writing about. You feel so me? He That's why he he's made, so good. He makes Billy Bean... Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Okay. That makes so, sense. I mean, he's just... I mean, he did it with Social Network. He, he He's done it. He's... Yeah. Um, I just watched... Have you seen this? It's like a doc... It's like a docu-series or a... Yeah. It's part documentary, part TV show. Is that docu series? That's what it's called. There's docu series. There's doc history. There's there's what's it, which one is it? What is it about? Uh, it's called Mars. Have you seen this? No, because I saw it's, the movie. It's a few. It's, it's you saw the movie Mars, not the one. The one with Matt Damon. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, this one is uh, <clears throat> this one they do like a documentary about the space force and about. Elon Musk. <laughs> not Space Force the damn, not Space Force the Netflix show. That's a great show. No, That's I'm a, talking about Space Force the Donald Trump thing. No, I, I thought you were talking about the one with... Uh, yeah, no, I watched the Space Force. Steve Carell. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was. No, uh, they talk about Elon Musk and SpaceX mm-hmm. and, and the Space Force and trying to trying to populate Mars. Like, they're really trying to go over there and colonize Mars. Yeah, we're going to ruin another planet. Why not? So... <laughs> yeah no it's crazy because like they do that and then they do part of like a tv show during it where yeah. there's the, there's the astronauts going up there and trying to yeah. make things work and setting up setting a up job yeah so it's actually really cool man like i wasn't even gonna watch it but wait, wait listen listen i'm gonna teach you a new word docudrama docudrama docuseries what's the difference well docuseries is like a 10-part episode of like Jeffrey oh, what I'm Dahmer. talking about. 
Well, this that's this the, is a, that's a documentary, episode. right? But it has it has a fictitious element that makes it drama, docudrama, kind of like a historical fiction in a book. Like when they take a historical part of history and then they write like a fiction inside history. I am now the student. Thank you, Mr. You Martinez. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, Mr. Next time I interrupt you telling about the docudrama, make yeah. me pull a fucking yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have some set up here at my house for you. <laughs> when I'm really bad, and, and then when I get one. when I get two of them, I have to fucking go on timeout for a half an hour. Yeah, yeah, just like a <laughs> soccer player, two yellows, you get yeah, a red, and you're out. Suspension. <laughs> but uh, dude, okay, imagine this: we colonize Mars. How do we go and, from talking about a mass murderer to Mars? Because we got it in Netflix. You brought up Billy Bean and friggin' Moneyball. I did bring up Billy Bean. Because you went I to didn't... take a shit and Moneyball I went to on. turn off the volume and you're like, what are you watching? Oh, let's talk about Netflix. Yeah, let's get into this. Right, so, get into this. so this Mars deal, they're, they're talking is this about... A, is this an actual Netflix show or is it like a... Uh, I think it's a, a show that Netflix just adopted. It doesn't have the little Netflix, red little Netflix logo. So it could be Hulu. You don't even know. It could be. But it, I watched it on Netflix. Oh, all right. So I I feel that Netflix and Hulu probably have conflicting interests and don't want to share. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, dude. They they want to colonize. What is that? It's Dobby. Who? Dobby. Who the hell's Dobby? Dobby is a free elf. If anyone's listening to this, you probably tuned out by now. This dude. <laughs> <laughs> this dude held up a little doll called Dobby. Dobby. It looks Dobby, like you know. It looks like it looks like. It looks like Baby Yoda, but on oh, crack. Yeah. Baby Yoda on crack is Dobby. You never, so you never watched Harry Potter? No. no. Hold on, let me finish this Mars deal. Just real quick, I want to hear your input. I'm listening. We colonize Mars. First of all, they think they think they're going to colonize... <laughs> they think they're going to colonize... <laughs> this guy showed me comic book Harry, Harry Potter, Potter books. We can get that That's not later. a comic book. It's Harry Potter. <laughs> hey, I have a book too. It's not Harry Potter. It's called Harry Twatter, and it's an ugly girl wow. with a Harry Twat. Wow, I'm listening. Okay, Jesus Christ, this is about how long it's going to take to colonize Mars. Twenty years after the con initial conversation. Well, it's now. Now, first of all, they have to they have to learn how to set up camp. They have to learn how to grow food. They have to learn how to sustain, you know, everything up there. Are, are you going to walk us through every step of every one of those processes? No, 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 no not at all. I'm too, I'm too stupid for that. I'm definitely too stupid for that. I couldn't barely tell you how to grow a bean. Now, <laughs> not only do you have to I mean, sustain, when you say that your name is derived from fava beans, I automatically start thinking of um, Silence of the Lambs. You know that sign that you hold we're up? talking about movies. You know that sign that you hold up that says, stop talking? <laughs> I still haven't finished the... <laughs> there he goes. He's holding it up. Shut up. No. I still haven't finished the Mars. And while I welcome you talking because I'm stupid and can't maintain a long conversation, <laughs> let me just finish talking about Mars. <laughs> it's not that long of a point I want to get to. It really isn't. Yeah. Now, besides besides growing nice beans, Chianti and some papa beans. But besides besides growing, <laughs> God damn Sorry. it! I love this. Sorry. This is the best though. Right. This is what I want. Me and you interaction. Favata Entertainment. Favada beans called Baba beans. I should I should 
I should be famous. Thank you very much. <clears throat> oh. Go on about uh, Mars and do they grow do they, fava beans on Mars? Do, I don't know, but do they make hummus out of fava beans? Dude, you're asking me a serious question and I don't have an answer to it. Hell yes. I outsmarted I, think, I thought it was chickpeas, but I could be wrong. It is chickpeas. Damn it! You got to the point. <laughs> you beat me to it. Anyway, dude, I was just going trying to go on a little tangent saying, you know, how hard it's going to be to sustain life on Mars. They think it's going to happen and, oh, we want to get people there in 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Dude, this is going to be like a 300-year-plus project because, because, okay, during this docu-series, docu-drama, whatever you want to call it, um, they send this dude into space just to, like, test his body to see how long mm -hmm. he could be in space. Mm -hmm. And he's there for, I think, a year. And his body's already like his 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 genes and his his code, and his body's already getting broken down. Like it's, it's already genetic code. Yeah. Okay. His genetic code. <laughs> his genetic code is already getting broken down after a year mm -hmm. being up there. It's kind of mm because -hmm. our bodies can't adapt to high altitude. Have you ever seen um Everest? It's, it's not, Everest? yeah yeah. It's not like, just the what, high altitude. I mean, it, you know wait, who? Dude. Um, dude. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got something uh -huh. insane, dude. As well. When you're in, in the dead zone in Everest, it's like a what is it? I think it's like a quarter mile peak up there. I don't yeah. know the exact measurements or distance. Your body already starts breaking down. Like it starts deteriorating and dying on its yeah. own. So you can't do They got to they gotta figure it's out. A little bit, it, that's a little bit different though than being in space. Uh, I think the pro part of the problem up in Everest is the lack of oxygen. When you're in space, you have oxygen. But they still have oxygen. They, yeah, but they it's have a lack of it's the lack of the gravity and it's a lack of, it's a whole bunch of shit, I guess. Yeah. So being up in space is a lack of everything as well, probably because mm -hmm. you're being fed oxygen, just like as if you were climbing Everest. But, but you have, because you have no, see, but the difference is on Everest, you still have gravity, for example. Okay? Still have what? Gravity. In right. space, you, I don't think we realize how much of a part of it that plays, but like when you're in space, there's no gravity. So for example, muscle mass goes uh, away like that because there's nothing you know, um, but it, yeah, it's interesting because there have actually been actual studies that have been shown. There's twin brothers that are astronauts, and um, I think that's what I saw. I think he was in this movie. Yeah, he's running for senator in Arizona now. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting to see when they compare their bodies, and and yeah, yeah, you're right. They're but never. I, I, I kind of here's my question though. You seem to think it's going to take us 300 years. Easy. I haven't. Here's here, let me let me ask you this then. You see how much money we spend on the military. Right. Almost a trillion dollars every year. Imagine if we pulled back on our, I mean, we spend more than the next 20, I think it's the next 29 countries combined, okay? Imagine we pulled back and poured even a quarter of that into science and space exploration instead. We would be there tomorrow. I mean, not literally tomorrow, but we would be there within our lifetime. I have no so, doubt about see, that. Okay, this is where I disagree with you. Okay. So you're saying however much money you throw into it, you think that that is going to adjust how advanced we get in that in what we're trying It's not to just research. money. See, you're I'm not just talking money for the sake of money. I'm talking money as resources. Now we can bring in the best scientists in the world. Right. Now we can now we can actually do more than just a small handful of experiments. Now we can we can do things we can build things. We can go and explore. We can fail and keep trying after we fail. Exactly. But now... And that does take mo money. Mo okay, yeah, but money is not going to be the solution. 
the money's not going to be the answer. And I'll tell you why. Dude, how long have they, how much money have they thrown at cancer and, and research like that? So much money. Dude, City nope. of Hope, nope. they've, you know, they how, do you, know, do you know how big all the City of Hopes are? Yes. They're, they're just compounds or campuses. So much and, money and, being thrown at research. Dude, and, they still can't find a cure for shit. They can find, that's they can find, true. they can find band-aids. They can find that. No, they can find, they can find band-aids. No, 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 no. But all the money in the world Miho, is not going to solve cancer. You are wrong because there are a lot of science or there's a lot of cancers that have already been. See, people think of cancer as this ubiquitous one big thing. There are so many different kinds of cancers. Exactly. 20 no. years ago, 20 years ago, stage one would have been a death sentence. Today, those same cancers, you can get caught. You can get it in stage three when they finally catch it. And you still have a better than 50-50 chance. Some some cancers, you have a 90% chance. Now, so see, to, to say that we haven't, it's, cancer is not just a one thing. You okay. and I could have cancer and I could have a kind of cancer that is nothing like the cancer you have. Right, and that's why money is not going to solve the problem. I, the, you cancer, just, cancer keeps evolving. Cancer keeps mm -hmm. changing. You no. keep throwing billions of dollars at first, research. First of all, you're, wait, comparing wait, wait, wait. Cancer, you're comparing cancer to going out into space. No, 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 no. We're, we're just and, on a and, different and, subject. And what I'm saying is you can throw the, – first of all, the fact that we have – not eradicated, but the fact that we have gotten so much further along in dealing with so many kinds of cancers nowadays that it's not an automatic death sentence disproves True. your argument that money doesn't help because money is what got – the funding is what got all of the research. I think, okay, I think. And just so I, you know, just yeah. so you know, all of the fucking money that we have spent on cancer research in the last 40 years yeah. is still not close to one fucking year of our military budget. Well, that's a whole different story about how strong so, we are our military and all that shit. But as far as cancer goes, being having having more knowledge about surgeries and how to cut out cancer like myself you know i had thyroid cancer yes they cut it out now i don't think that's just being being due to how much money they're getting thrown at them for experiments and whatnot like i think a good surgeon knows how to cut it out you cut it out that has nothing to do with the research of the cancer right? see this is where this is where you and i are gonna have a fight okay. no, we're not that fight. no listen good, good, no listen cut. no listen okay. okay two things first of all the type of cancer you had okay right. I is, agree. Is, is is one thing. That's one thing. Okay. Right. You have a cancer and somebody who has pancreatic cancers, you both have cancer. One of you guys is probably going to die a lot sooner than the other, regardless of how you get it treated, just oh, yeah. because of the nature of that specific type of cancer. Second of all, the idea that a surgeon just, they just know to go in there and cut it out. You have to understand that we're not even talking your parents' lifetime, okay, where surgery, just surgery, period, has grown exponentially because of the science behind it. Right. I mean, the idea that, oh, they can just go in there and cut it. Do you, so, have any so idea, money, do, you have, do you have any idea how wide a scalpel is versus, say, if they went in there with some sort of a laser that was microscopically thin and how much more they can cut away without doing damage? I mean, there are so many little things that science has advanced that we take for granted. Yeah. But if, if the funding wasn't there, then the science doesn't get done. True. I just, I just, I'm going to disagree no. with you. If, you. if you pour money into science. I didn't know. I just, what I'm getting at, I, I agree that, yeah, you, you obviously have to research. It takes money to research, but 
all the money in the world, I don't think is going to solve a, a evolving cancer in, in a pancreas or whatnot. Maybe you know not, what I mean? but you know it's what gonna, it is going to do? It's going you know to be going to do. Well, maybe in 300 years, it you will. Know, you, know what, you know what it is going to do with a cancer like pancreatic cancer? What? If you pour, let's say you're pouring, I, I'm just going to pull a number out of my ass, a billion dollars a year into pancreatic research. And you're making strides, but it's always staying two steps ahead of you. But you're getting closer, but then it gets two steps ahead of you. Okay, well, now we're throwing 10 billion, 100 billion. Now maybe we can actually get to the point where every time it takes a step, we're right up its ass. You know what I mean? Mm, I get you. So, yeah. so that's the kind of thing that I think we can't discount. Um, but when it comes to something like space exploration. Dude, it's got to be 300 years before we get to recall. It's got to be I disagree. at I least disagree. 300. Okay. So you, I mean, you, I, I think at the rate we're going now, yeah. But here's the other thing I think. We're not going to be the country to do it. Maybe not. Who? Russia? China? I think China will. Maybe. Even if it's not China, I mean, there are so many other countries that are putting their resources in places we refuse to anymore. We used to be the technological leaders in the world. Now yeah. we're, we're, I mean, we, dude, we're a country that thinks science is hokum for crying out loud. Bro, we're a it's country, we're sad. a country who has a WWF show as our fucking presidential debate. Actually, no, <laughs> it's a WWE show. Bro, that's how old school I am. I go WWF. Yeah, so that's what I stopped watching when Brutus the Barber Beefcake was out of there. Do you know you that know WWF I mean? sued them, right? Sued who? WWE. It's the same owner. No. No. Vin, you're telling me, li li I'm you're telling me Vince, 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 Vince McMahon. Listen to me, Miho. He's a little WWF like used to be the World Wide Wrestling Federation or whatever it was. And yeah. then the World Wildlife Federation sued them into oblivion did you say they were the w wildlife? they were wait they were the original wwf and that's why they're now the wwe instead so the world of wildlife federation sued wwf yes not oh i thought you said that no wwf the, the wwf the world wildlife federation has had that name copyrighted forever i know i thought you meant like wwf was suing wwe and i was like dude what are no. you talking about it's the same owner i knew vince mcmahon didn't own fucking the world wildlife federation i'm not that stupid aren't you though <laughs> yeah yeah kind of he, he might have a horse or two in his backyard <laughs> <sighs> nice that's solid comeback oh comeback. man all right i think we have drabble drib we've gone on yeah. for forever yeah and yeah, yeah. um that's safe so not Okay, okay, before we get off, before we get off, or we stop. You, you, are you going to get me off? I, I, I might. When we, <laughs> when we get off, I might get you off with my nice. sexy voice. With my sexy voice. But before we're done, I want to tell you a little story about your sister and I. Oh, Jesus Christ. It better not be – it. Well, it better be a fucking – Okay. It better be like her punching you well, in the throat or something. We don't we, – I mean, me and you, honestly, the times that we've talked mostly have just been witty fucking – comebacks and fucking bullshit and for everybody who's listening i provided the witty yeah yeah yeah. he says something smart and i just say suck my dick <laughs> <laughs> it's about right but, but we don't really we don't really talk about that much of except i know you called me a few times you know when you found out i had thyroid cancer or whatnot yeah um so a little fun little story uh me and me and your sister are at this little uh dive bar in fontana uh, I think it's called O'Leary's. Now it's called Docs or something. Okay. Cool little, cool little spot. So we're drinking, getting hammered, <clears throat> and it's kind of what I call is the tour. Let's I tell her, hey, let's wait, take wait. Some. Where are my nieces? 
This is oh, they're with uh, your mom. My mom. Your mom. Your mom. Your mom has spent the night at my house taking care you of mean, me. You mean? You mean? You mean? Okay. I mean. I mean. Yeah. No, no, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. 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 You, yeah, know, yeah. you know what I mean. They're with you their grandma. I got you. I got you. Got you. Got you. They're the grandma. I love, how, I love how you get all right. There's like there's like two moms here. Rudy has like two moms. They're lesbian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, this is what I call the tour. Oh, let's go okay. to the little let's go to a little Irish bar. Let's drink a little bit. And conveniently enough, in walking distance, is a Spearmint Rhino strip club. Oh Jesus! You did so not get my sister there. So I go. Let's take the tour because she knows about this. Is because when we were single, we took the tour. We drank at the same spot and went to the strip club with a couple other girls and had a good time. So we're drinking, having a couple melon carts, which are nasty, by the way. They're way too sweet. Um, and I go, hey, let's let's walk over there. She's like, okay, cool. She's a gamer. She doesn't care. So yeah. all right, let's go. Let's go over there. She knows I'm a degenerate. So we go there, have a good time, just hang out a little bit. All the girls are subpar. Was it so a Tuesday our, night? It might have been. It was a Wednesday night. <laughs> Even even worse because Tuesday because Tuesdays tacos. Yeah, because Thursday served. is when it starts to pick up again. Yeah, yeah. Thursday when it picks up. Tuesdays when tacos are being served. You know what I mean? Oh, no, that's no, right. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wednesday, uh, we go over there. Uh, we just hang out at the bar. We talk crap a little bit, and then we uh, we start walking back. And I'm still drunk, and I'm doing kind of like the chicken dance. You know, kind of like the you can see me kind of like the jumping around, right? Yeah. And I have a I have a replica wedding ring on that I wear. It's my wedding ring. Like with the ring, the ring that we got married with is in my closet with like my nice watches. I never wear it unless we do like family pictures. Okay. But um, and I'm doing the chicken dance. Yeah, woo! Being stupid, my wedding ring flies off, dude. We hear it cling on the ground. We can't find <laughs> it, dude. I lose my wedding ring's lost, dude. To this day, at a strip club. We lose my wedding ring at, on the way home from the strip club. Now, if I was, what we laughed about is, if I was not with her and I was with one of my boys and I tell her, dude, I lost my ring coming over the strip club. <laughs> I wasn't even at the strip club. I didn't take she'd it be off. Living in my, she'd be living in my I guest swear room. To, I swear to God, I, I swear to God, I didn't take it off. I swear to God, dude, we were just walking home and it flew off doing the chicken nap. She'd be like, yeah, fucking right, bro. Right. Yeah, right. So it's a little story I thought you would think was amusing. We still, I mean, about, we still laugh about to this day. I still haven't got a replacement. I need one, actually. Dude, go get one of those little the, the bread twisty ties and just, you yeah, know. Yeah, I know. I know. So why don't, like, you wear your, why don't you wear your actual ring, then? Well, to be honest, at work, I make more money. Usually. If girls, find out I marry, if girls find out I'm married, they won't tip me as well. You're such a whore. I know. Like, you're, you're like – you're, like, you're like a step away from being a sex worker, man. Dude, dude if I was a girl <laughs> – if I was a girl, I'd be on OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, we can still make hey, it happen. Hey, I, I'm not even going to get into the UFC fighters going to OnlyFans, but I just want to say that for all the guys watching, UFC who always wanted the, the females naked when they were on top of each other, yeah. now OnlyFans is available. Your dream oh. came true. I'm not saying they all get naked on there, but you know. Anyway, I think we've done enough. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of editing to do. I'm going to have a lot of editing to do.